But to continue on what I said the last episode, when the Lord wants something for you, it's super clear. He tells you and it lands. Everything is set up before you. Sort of like when you're on, when you have, when you're with a business and they tell you they need you to go to a certain city in order to um, handle some type of business things. And they set up your flight. They set up your hotel. They set up um, exact your, your transportation to and from. And they set up exactly where you're going to be at. And all the whole trip is planned out for you and handled. Expenses paid. Everything. That's what the Lord does when it's something that he sent you. Otherwise, you can be sure that he did not send it. He is not an author of confusion. He does not lie. So when there's all these lies and confusion and all this other mixed stuff in the midst of everything, we have to realize that we're battling against principalities and powers of darkness in the heavenly realms, which means the devil. People don't want to believe it, but the devil, he dwells in the heavenly realms with the Lord. These demons, they be in the heavenly realms with the Lord. So a lot of times we believe we're hearing from him. You have to be, you have to make sure you're really actually hearing from him. Because a lot of times the Lord told me himself, people just are not patient enough. They just don't want to wait and and hear from me for real. Because a lot of times like, okay, I'm going to be clear. When he told me this, when he sent me here, he was very clear on what he wanted me to do. He didn't say the timeline. He didn't say what was, what it was going to consist of. He just said, just, just do what I actually do. Go there and revise the people. He made it clear that he was, I was on a need to know basis and he would be there to tell me. And just as clear as he told me right now what I needed to do, the next set of information I would need was going to come just as clear. So ever since I got here, I've been getting told to go this way, go that way. I began tossed around like waves in the sea. And I know that's in the Bible. That's what happens when you doubt. But um, the Lord is making it clear to me. He's keeping me. He's protecting me. He's keeping me from drowning. And he's telling me that just as clear as that information from the jump came from me is as clear as the next set of directions will come. So the next set of directions haven't come yet, but the devil is here with me all day, all night. But the Lord is here as well. The devil's here all day, all night talking about do this, do that, do this and do that. You can, you know, and that's when the Lord says people get impatient. I'm always here. I spoke about it in a previous episode. The Lord pulled me into his dwelling. I was in, I was before his throne. The, the, the pavement and the ground and the, I mean, the floor and his in his throne room. His throne room is as big as a country. It's humongous. And the path set before him is a long, long pathway. It feels like you probably be walking for a whole... I don't even know. You'll be walking for a while, though, just to get in front of him. But I was at a... I was at the distance I was needed to be at, but also at the same time, anytime I needed to be closer, he would pull me closer. You have to walk anywhere. And so the pathway was like gold. It was so gorgeous and so clear. It was like the sea of glass. It it was the gold was so beautiful. It was like glass. And the gold was like nothing you've ever seen here on earth before. Nobody could ever show me any gold, no matter how rich, that was that gorgeous. Ever. They couldn't even make it. They could never find it. Like, and then I was then I saw. That in order for the Lord to have floors made of this type of gold, this gold is super gorgeous. He is super, super, super rich. But we already knew that. Then his throne 
it was like super big and made of gold. Everything's made of gold and it's the most gorgeous gold you ever seen in your life. And here's God. His face is, you know, he has a light shining so that his facial features are blocked out at the time. He doesn't want nobody. He doesn't want me to see his facial features at the time. But I can see his whole body. I can see his hair. And I pretty much have a gist of what his face looks like, even though I can't see it. And then I see his feet. And the and the thing, the reason why I brought this up is because the way he sits in his throne, so magnificent, so confident. Like, of course he's confident. He's God, but just so sure. If you could be around the Lord, like how he is when he's in his throne, so sure of everything at all times, you would never question anything. You would do everything you're supposed to do at all times perfectly. It's not hard to when you are in the presence of him because he is sureness. He is fullness. He makes you feel complete. He is everything. This is why Jesus was perfect because Jesus had full access to the Lord at all times. We have full access to God at all times, but the difference is we aren't able to conquer our flesh as well as Jesus was able to. But since Jesus came from heaven, sent down here in the flesh, he was able to conquer his flesh. And we, I just, the only way I can explain it is like, if, if I was able to be around God in the way I was around him at that time, made complete and full and sure of everything as, as well as he was, because his whole presence, just being in the presence of him was fullness sureness nothing no confusion ever no hurt no pain all love you would never question the god we have ever you would never question him no questions are involved all questions are answered in his presence so just that feeling of him i'm telling you it was just complete it was everything and that feeling right there, it showed me that, you know, I, a lot of times as human beings, we don't realize the spirits around us. We don't realize these be the spirits using us. And we want to be, we, the, while the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. That is scripture. That is exactly what it is. When we're in our flesh, we're, we're sinning. We're doing all these things. We're confused. We're, is it this way? Is it that way? Is God really real? Is God really this? Is God really that? Is God a good God? Does God really love us? That's when we're in our flesh. But when we're in the spirit, we know everything already. That's when he comes and talks to us. Finally, we're like, I knew that, God. You're right. I knew that. Because we know. We do know. It's the, it's the demons. It's the principalities and powers of darkness lying to us convincing us differently so that being said god is a beautiful black he has white hair just like sheep's wool a white beard just like sheep's wool and he's gorgeously black anybody who says that god is white doesn't know him their father is the devil sorry because god where's the scripture God showed me that everybody knows, everybody knows him. Everybody has heard. There is not an ear 
There's not a mind, there's not a soul on this planet who hasn't encountered God, no matter what their culture is, because he reveals himself to all of his children. So anyone who, who believes these things or convinces themselves these things, they are liars. They, their father is the devil. Period. Because when it comes down to it, the Lord is the same yesterday today and forever he never changes he doesn't show one person this and this person that he just doesn't do that that's what the devil does the devil lies and tricks so i know and this is what um i'm gonna read the whole thing how then will they call romans excuse me this is romans 10 14 how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed and how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are those, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed they have. For their voice has gone out to all the earth in their world in their words to the ends of the world. That is confirmation. Romans 10 14. Everybody in the world knows who God is. Everybody in the world has encountered him. He has spoken to everyone in the spirit. He has spoken to each and every single last one of us last one of our hearts. And that is why when you are left behind in the rapture. You cannot say, but I didn't know. Yes, you did. Each and every single last one of us knew. Each and every single last one of us have heard him, have encountered him, have experienced God and his love. And some of us just said, we're going to do what we want to do. Some have said, I don't need him. Others have said, I'm going to love him in the way I see fit. And others have said, I'm going to make my own God and love that one. And see, the worshiping of false idols is one of the worst things you can do. But it is written, the main thing that you need to know is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And to love thy neighbor. These are the things that matter the most. So when it comes down to it, when people say that they, you know, with this white God or they know of this white Jesus, I'm just like, I know that's not true. And I know you know it's not true. So I'm not going to say, you know what? It's okay because you might actually believe that. You don't believe that. You're the enemy, period. So I'm not going to attack you because that's not what the Lord does. The Lord is love. He's not attacking you. He's letting you lie because you have your reward. You like whatever you thought you were going to get out of it. You already got it when you lie and felt that that was OK. So I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to know like anybody who say that I cannot take you serious. Another thing that the Lord showed me to be quite honest with you, when you know, you just know it's a lot of things you don't do. And I'm going to be quite honest, like talking right now or being on a podcast, there's really a lot of, that's part, that's partially one of them. Like you don't be on a podcast talking. You just know God. And if you're going to talk, you're going to talk to people in person. But I feel that this is, you know, helpful to people who may, just like it was helpful to me. But when you are super sure of the Lord and you get to a certain level with him, you don't need help 
He's all the help you need. He's always there. He's always making your path straight. Like, he's always protecting you and guiding you. So, the thing about the Bride of Christ thing, um, the thing about it is a lot of the stuff that they have known or heard is a lot of stuff I have known or heard. And I feel that maybe, okay, maybe it is true. Maybe they are the Bride of Christ. They know a lot of stuff that the Lord told me. And I'm just like, there's no way they pulled that out the sky. But the thing about it is, God is not an author of confusion. He just simply isn't. And I will tell the truth. When I was in the midst of hearing all these things and believing all these things, the Lord was like, believe believe whatever it is I tell you, no matter what you see going on around you. It doesn't matter. Who do you trust? Me or them? I'm like, I trust the Lord's report regardless. And when I, anytime I did that, I was further. I was pulled further along. I was... um. I was able to learn more. I was, results were being, you know, I saw results. Now I feel a little bit more stagnant because I don't believe it. But to be quite honest with you, the truth about it is like when I was fighting demons, and this is the truth, I was fighting demons, literally, to the point where I was I was worshiping God, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And saying that over and over and over again, my eyes closed, my hands raised to the sky, I'm on my knees, worshiping. Demons were being pulled off of people around me to the point where the demon attacked me and said, no. And all I could feel in here was <gasps> the demon tried to choke me, but it wouldn't even happen if I did. If I didn't break my stance, I broke my stance because the demon got in my head and told me that you are tired. Fall. And I didn't even have to fall. The angels were holding me up. But I fell anyway, because. I guess it's just because uh, God was right there saying, you have more. You have more to give. Give more. This little bit could be what you need. Like, God is right there guiding me. But I guess I was just, I, I can't make excuses for myself. I just broke this stance. All I know is, in breaking the stance is when I start hearing all these lies about being a bride of Christ and etc. And the Lord said, that's the devil. You know what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you not to break your stance. So here's the truth about the bride of Christ thing. If you are on your knees worshiping God all day and not doing anything else, nothing else because everything else is sin. If you are on your knees worshiping God all day, you would know that these are lies. You would be able to tell the difference. And that goes for me as well. Because the Lord told me you overthinking everything because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. You're trying to avoid what I asked you to do. So if the Lord didn't ask you to do that, it's because you're not. That's number one. Number two, if you want to know if you are or not, get on your knees and worship God all day and all night. And don't ever get up. Not to sleep, not to eat, not even use the bathroom. And if you worship him correctly, you won't have to get up. And that's the truth. And I know this because I've experienced it. And I know that anytime I'm not on my knees worshiping him and in the spirit with him is when I am susceptible to these lies that these principalities and powers of darkness are telling these women, all of us as women, 
These things may be true about God, but a lot of lies are being told. I'm telling you right now, this happened the second I broke my stance. The second I broke my, I, I broke, like the second that I was disconnected in the spirit when I was fighting these demons is when these lies rushed in. So it's a lot of men dealing with this as well, not just women. And I had to realize that I'm not, I don't even hear this stuff when I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So if you're hearing these things, if you believe in these things, that's all I can say. I don't care about no racist stuff that was said. I don't care about no blasphemy that was said. Because when it come down to it, if you care, that means you actually feel like the devil have a conscience. He don't have one. That means you actually feel like anything that the devil says, it could be some truth or it could, or some of it matters and some of it don't. None of it matters. So if you don't care about nothing the devil got to say or do, that means that none of that matters. And if you want to hear the truth, get on your knees and never get off them. Ever. And I'm saying that with, you know, full awareness that I got off my knees at one point, at some point. That doesn't mean I don't plan to get back on them, though. So when it comes down to it, that's the truth. And that's what it is. Nobody is the bride of Christ. Nobody is the bride of Christ. Sorry. And I understand a lot of this stuff was told to me in the spirit before I was on my knees, etc. And a lot of people were like, no, nah, that's not true. I just choose not to believe that. But I'm just telling you right now, that's what the devil was using to keep me distracted from what I'm supposed to be doing. If I'd have never came off my knees, I'd have never heard that mess. And these are the facts. So as long as I stayed on my knees, as long as I focused on God, I was good. Demons were coming off of me. That was all that mattered. Demons were coming off my family. That was all that mattered. I was made to see that all of the things that we do on a daily basis, even as, even close, even even when it comes down to brushing our teeth, it's all sin. Like it's not sin, but it's all corrupted. Let me tell you why. Because these products that are made in these factories, we don't know what they're using. And you are a fool if you don't think that them portraying a white Jesus with blue eyes is not a direct attack on black people's minds and souls and hearts. They know what they're doing. And as soon as I realized that Jesus was black, chains were broken off my heart and my mind. The veil was removed. They are maintaining the veil in everything that they do, everything that we watch, everything that we touch, everything that we use to wash our body is helping. The shampoo that we use, God show me, it's demons in the shampoo. Why? Because these strip our hair of the natural oils that help us to build up emotional intelligence and the things that we need in order to see through these things. Every single last thing. I had I put on some deodorant. And the Lord showed me in the spirit, it's a bunch of bugs underneath my armpits because of the deodorant. I just got out the shower. But that's in the spirit. I'm telling you, it's every single last thing that we do and every single last thing that we eat. We can't even eat here. The food is poisoned. It's everything. Everything. It's even the air that we breathe. So if you're not on your knees 24-7, you better be sure that you are subject to these lies and this deception. So therefore, you may be able to see through some of it, but I just can't take your word for it. Matter of fact, you shouldn't take your word for it. 
All I would say is that if you are truly, if you truly want a relationship with him and want to get down to the bottom of the truth, get on your knees and never get off him. Because that's the only way you're going to get the truth. Otherwise, the devil keep going to keep lying to you. He's going to keep tricking you. And he's going to keep using you. Because ever since I got off my knees, the Lord said, listen, faith without works is dead. Until you get back on your knees, you're subject to this. Because you know what it is. I showed you. So I know that ultimately I will. I will ultimately do it. And Lord's like, you know, don't keep postponing it. But I know ultimately I will do it. Because he showed me my future and he doesn't lie. But, you know, also I want to be clear that in growing up and going through all the things that I went through, all of it led me to who and what I'm doing today, who and where I am today. It didn't have to happen, but it all happened for a reason. So, that being said, like, there's a lot of confusion going on. I want to be clear that I can I am subject to this. I am not exempt. All I want to say is that the truth was revealed when I was doing what I was supposed to do. So if you're confused or it's a lot of confusion or it's a lot of lies, and you don't know what it's coming from or what it means, it's because you're not you're not listening to him with your whole heart. You're not doing everything you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to be perfect. But every single time you say I'm not perfect, the devil's like, "Yes, she bought it." Yes, he bought it. You are not perfect, but you can be made perfect through the Lord our God. These are facts. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. So why do you think you can't be perfect through the Lord? Because the Lord, because in the Bible it says, no man was ever perfect but Jesus Christ. But even Jesus Christ said, but we can all be made perfect through God. What did he say? He said, we all have the power to do it. We all have this power that he has. All we have to do is dedicate ourselves to God. Like he did. But since as humans, we find that to be incapable only because we downplay ourselves by saying we're not perfect. I can't do it. But if you believe that you could, you probably would be able to. And even when you don't, when you're chosen. But that being said, the Lord came down inside of me. And just like in the Bible where it says, um, Archangel Michael was being, he was actually being. Um, the devil was getting the best of him when he was fighting for heaven, when Archangel Michael was fighting for the Lord. But the Archangel Michael, when he got knocked down, he said, I am not doing this through the power of me. I am weak. I am doing this through the power of the Lord. The Lord strengthens me. This is, I am a vessel. And as soon as he said that, the light shone from his heart overtook his entire body and blew Satan down back to hell, back down to hell. That's what you need to know. That's how we, how you get it done. You can't take credit for nothing you're doing. None of this power comes from you. If it were of you, you need to understand that Satan was God's right hand. Very, very powerful. If it were just you, you're done. You don't stand a chance. But since Satan doesn't stand a chance against God, allow yourself to be a vessel used by God. Then he'll never win. But we take credit for things. We want to be made. We want we want to feel special. We want to feel like I'm different. I'm better. I'm this. I'm nobody's better than anybody. This is all by the power through God. 
We get our power from God. We can't do it without him. So if you're taking credit for anything, you're weak. I'm sorry you're just weak because we're all weak alone. The only strength we have is of God. It's from him. And as soon as you're not accepting that it's all from him, you're not accepting the power he'll give you or the strength. And therefore, you're made weak. And Satan loves that. Because he says, if it's just me and you, I'm going to win every single time. But if it's you and him, I'm going to lose every single time. So which one do you want to be? Do you want to be the person who took all the credit because of their pride and lost? Or the person who gave all the glory to God and won through God? Got that win for God? At the end of the day, you still going to have to make a decision. Like, because it's going to happen one way or another. If you're not giving all the glory to God, you're going to lose. If you give all the glory to God, God's going to win for you. So, that's all I have to say about that. I don't really want to get into race issues. I feel like a lot of this stuff is in the Bible. And it can be taken a certain kind of way when it comes from different races. But we all know as black people that, you know, as Israelites, that it's our fault we're going through these things. If you read your Bible, you know that. Because if the Bible, if we had done things differently, then the Bible would be different. And we would be the ruler of nations and we wouldn't even be dealing with race issues because they would be our, you know, they would be bowing down to us. Ruler of nations. So when it comes down to it, they know that too. So don't let them get, don't let them get to you. Because they know our God is black, but they still portray him as white. Do you think they really care about you? Do you think they care about what the Bible says? You supposed to. And since you don't, why would they? Since you don't respect the Bible enough, why would they? You supposed to lead by example. The only way you can lead by example is reading that Bible and following it. But you don't do that. So you can't sit up here and complain about these race issues and the things that's going on in this world. They're going to keep happening. Want to know why? Because the Lord said he's going to harden our hearts until we turn back to him and do what we're supposed to be doing. And don't blame nobody else. It's only us. I've seen it for myself. When you bow down to the Lord and accept him as your Lord and Savior and accept that he is the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, and the one true ruler of the universe, nobody can, nobody can overcome you. Then you realize it's never against who you see. It's against what you don't see, what you're made to see when he allows you to see it. We are not fighting the things that we think we're fighting. We're fighting the principalities and powers of darkness. We're fighting things in the spirit. And I know for a fact because I'm doing it right now. I'm fighting things in the spirit right now. I can't go outside and have a fist fight right now. The Lord will make my fist like pillows. He's done it before. I can't go fight nobody. And ain't nobody going to touch me. You want to know why? Because the Lord said, as long as you keep fighting this in the spirit, nobody's ever going to touch you. The fight is in the spirit. So I'm fighting people in the spirit right now. The fight is in the spirit. And as long as I'm with the Lord, he's winning for me. So, of course, a lot of people want to touch me. You, you'll be, listen, the Lord, the Lord opened my eyes, showed me that he was black. Jesus was black. Show me how he died. I sat there and worshipped. He broke chains off my heart and mind. You know what these demons said to me in the spirit? And this is race involved, but it's not. I'm not upset because I understand it's not them. It's not them. They said, how dare you call our Jesus black? We'll kill you. We'll hang you. They said the worst thing they could possibly say to me in the spirit. 
And you know what I said? Nothing. Want to know why? Because in order for them to be that upset, it's because they know it's true. So the only thing I could think to myself is you knew this was true the whole time. And now you mad because the Lord just showed me the truth. And you know what? I'm still not upset because you can't touch me. The only reason you this mad is because you can't. Want to know why? Because the battle is in the spirit first. As soon as you fight them off in the spirit, you won't have to worry about them touching you. So am I saying it was okay for them to lynch, beat, and enslave our people? Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is it wasn't okay for us to turn away from God first. And if we would have never did that, it would have never happened. We don't like to take responsibility for ourselves. And as long as we're not, we're going to have to suffer through these things. And do you think God cares? Actually, he do. He cares. But do you think he's going to change anything when we not? Matter of fact, that's, he still is. He really is. That's our God. He shows pity on us. But what I'm saying is that's out of his mercy and his grace. He doesn't have to do that. We don't deserve it. We, we, we acting entitled. We act entitled like we deserve that. We don't deserve that. We really don't. We never deserve to even be freed in the first place. But he did that based off of a promise we were supposed to keep that we did not keep. God always keep his promises. We ain't never kept one of ours. So when it comes down to it, you have to blame yourself. And when you really decide to take responsibility, that's when he start opening your eyes to things. I took responsibility. I said, you know what, God? As much as it hurt me to see these other races be able to rule over us and and oppress us and hurt us and be able to say all these things and do all these things without us being able to do anything back, I understand that when it comes down to it, in order for us to really take back our power, we will have to acknowledge you as the one true God and ruler of the universe and keep our promise to you like we supposed to do, like we were supposed to do to begin with. And since we're not doing that, there's ain't nobody but our fault. I can't be mad at them. I got to be mad at myself. And I am. And Lord, forgive me. Guide me. And as soon as I did that, it's when miracles start working in my life. So take responsibility for yourself. Otherwise, you're going to keep going through this. And if you're okay with that, then cool. Don't try to drag other people down with you. And also, real quick, I just want to be very clear. Harriet Tubman, and, I, and I'm not trying to threaten you, but Harriet Tubman killed the slaves who was dragging the rest of them down. I, I don't know if you know about that or heard about that, but a few of them got shot. A, f- a few of the slaves she was, she went to save, she was sent to save, she had to kill herself. Why? Because every five seconds they were saying, no, let's go back. Out of fear. And they was going to get the rest of them killed. So when it comes down to it, I hope you know that God is willing to, in order to save the majority, to get rid of the bad apples so make sure you know what's most important to you because you don't want to end up in hell because you out of fear you was too scared to stand up for your people because it's not it's not courageous for you to be out here fighting these white people or fighting so-called fighting racism what's courageous is to be fighting them in the spirit in deciding that you're going to be the person that God destined you to be, no matter what people around you say. Because when it comes down to it, a lot of people are cowards. Cowardly. These are the facts. Because when it comes down to it, I see I'm fighting everybody, even my own people. 
in order to praise God every single day. Can't nobody tell me this is a lie. I can't even read my Bible without fighting everybody. This is not to attack my own people. I don't want nobody from outside race that she even see. She's even saying that y'all got to fight each other. Cut it. Because y'all not even a factor when it come down to it. God not even considering other races when it comes to the true born Israelites. He loves all his people, but we are the ruler of all nations. And that's why we have to go through these things. He said you're going to be desolate in a land you don't know and forgotten who you are. Slaves to people whom you've never known. Because you didn't keep your promise to me. That being said, I don't want this to sound racist, but ain't no white woman, ain't no Hispanic, Latino, um, or any any race outside of black woman ever going to be God's bride. Sorry. You are not a hundred percent pure it's not happening and i mean of a hundred percent pure blood because none of us are perfect it's i'm sorry it's not happening if you're not black you would never be his wife that's just the facts because if you are not black it's probably a slim chance you even really getting into heaven i'm just being quite honest with you I'm being real because the thing about it is a lot of y'all know that we are being deceived and lied to. And do you think that's okay with the Lord? Do you think God is cool with that? Do you think God is cool with you? Because like he said, you got your reward already. You was able to feel like you was something here believing it was a white Jesus when you knew it wasn't. You got your reward. And that's just the facts. God told me, guess where they going? With they white Jesus. And the white Jesus is the Antichrist. So if you're not praising the black God, I don't know what to say for you. These are just the facts. I'm sorry. And I know it hurts a lot of people, a lot of people's feelings, but I, I like to believe God is love and he will accept all of us no matter what. He's understanding of all of our situations and he loves us. But the truth is, listen. If you are not black, I don't know what to say for you. I just don't know what to say for you. That being said, a lot of black people ain't even making it. Because you black and you not even respecting your blackness. You too busy bowing down to other races. You too busy allowing this white Jesus when you know he not white. Now, I can say that them portraying a white Jesus since we were children was able to keep the veils off of our minds. I didn't find out until I was older. But I knew he was black. And when you find out and you keep doing that, where you think you going? Right there with them. With the white Jesus. Because Jesus wasn't white. Nor was he, I don't want to say he was an Arab or anything like that, but not the Arabs you see today. Jesus was black. Hair like wool. Sheep's wool. Have you seen sheep's wool? You can't even comb your fingers through it. So wake up and realize we serve a black God and in serving a black God, the Bible says if anybody is to change anything in that Bible, they're subject to the plagues in it. So in the Bible, doesn't it say he had skin um, like um, brass, hair like sheep's wool, bloodshot red eyes? Who is this white Jesus with blue eyes then? You changing things in the Bible? He don't, the Bible says he's not, he's not okay with them whitewashing things. 
So where you think you going? And at the end of the day, if you don't know what to believe, you can sure believe that Bible. I know you know that if you follow God. I know you know that. And if you really believe that you don't have to follow the Bible and you think you're following God, just know your father is Satan. You are not following God. But that's okay because he understands as long as you turn away from that and admit that now. Come to your senses. But at the same time, I also want to apologize. I don't want to make anybody, I don't want to turn anybody away from God, put the wrong message out there, or make anybody feel like they don't have a chance to get in heaven. Because when it comes down to it, when you are the right mindset, when you love God for who he is, and you're not, you know, participating in these demonic things, you can go. All I'm saying is this really a slim chance for a lot of us. Because we don't realize that we are contributing to a certain type of stereotype that's keeping black people blinded. And that, therefore, all these people, all these souls going to hell because you contributing to that for reasons, you know, just to feel like you have your reward now. And Lord says you have your reward now. And that's just what it is. You cannot be worldly in no type of way and follow God. So if you're not black and you just feel some type of way about God being black, so you say, I'm going to worship the white one. That's where you're going with the white one. And the white one is the Antichrist. He's in hell. So I just say good luck to that. I love you. And I hope that you can come to, you know, a close and a conclusion in your heart where you're not bashing black people or you don't feel a certain type of hate towards black people out of jealousy. Because I understand that that's jealousy. Once you realize that black people are the true Israelites, the rulers of all nations, then that's when you start deciding you want them to be white. And that's why that's wrong. Nobody's bashing you for no reason. God showed me that you know exactly what you're doing. So you're going to be held accountable. But when it comes down to it, I'm not the judge. Let God be the judge. He knows all of it. He knows everything that you're doing at all times. So I'm going to let him do that. Now I'm going to let him. He's going to do that. And that's what it comes down to. So don't have you don't have to say, well, I don't have to listen to you. Who are you? Just say this, that, and the third. You always doing this. You, always doing this. you may be right. All I'm saying is take into account that if it's true and you know it's true, it's not about whether I offended you or not. It's about what's going to happen on Judgment Day. So please take that into account. And that's not for me to say, oh, I'm better than you. That's just for me to say, you know, I love you. And I want you to be okay. I want you to be made okay. I want you to see the truth. And I want you to make it because I love you. That's love. I don't care what color you is. If it were up to me, it wouldn't matter what color you is. You getting in if you love God, period. If you a good person. If it's up to me, I'm just being honest. I'm not the type of person to say, they're not black, let them go. I'm just saying, this is what the Lord showed me. You're conscious of what you're doing. You don't want the Lord to be black because you don't want people to, you don't want black people to stand in their power because you're jealous of their power. You say to them, you say to yourself, why wasn't I born black? So you're very conscious of what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. You're jealous of black people. And that is sad. And you're going to be held accountable for that. But like I said, he's the only just judge. God told me I'm blessed because I was able to go through trial. I I actually got my judgment in heaven already and lived to tell about it for this reason, to tell others about it. I'm sure. Because if it were up to me, I would be up there with him. I don't want to come back here. But obviously I have a mission, which is why he sent me back. That being said, I hope everybody has a fair trial. No, everybody will have a fair trial. I hope it works out in your 
you know, favor. And you are you are found blameless as I was. I was found blameless. So why would I ever believe anything anybody on this earth have to say? I am all my sins was accounted for. That's not to say, oh, he ignored this. He ignored that. No, every single last sin I did in the world was accounted for, taken into account and judged justly. That's why only God can judge. I would never judge you because I don't have the ability to judge as perfectly as he did that day. Therefore, that being said, make sure you take it into account what he has to say, not what everybody else has to say. Because as soon as you care about man's approval is when you lost God's. And that's all that matters. That being said, I love everybody. I hope you make it. I'm praying for you. I, I promise I'm praying for you. I pray every single day for everybody. And I don't want any hate to be mixed in what I'm saying. It's all out of love. And the funny thing about it is there's this thing in my mind was like, no, the tr- you know, the truth, the truth is, is not going to be no white people. But my heart is telling me that God loves everybody. It doesn't matter your color. He loves you. And I'm going with my heart. He loves you, everybody. All you have to do is acknowledge the one true God. And if you if he was to show you himself right now as black, how would you respond? When you know it's true. Are you a are you a sincere, authentic person? Excuse me, who says to themselves, black or not, he's God. And that's the God I serve. And bow down to him. Cause you will, trust me, you will. In his presence, you can do nothing but. Or are you going to, you know, deny your true feelings and say, even though I know that was really God. I want him to be white. And are you going to steal your own fate in that way? Blessings to everybody. I pray that everybody comes to their senses. I pray that everything works out for everybody's favor. I have confidence in God's ultimate destiny for me. And everything is coming into fruition. Everything is coming, um, planning out how it's supposed to. And everything is happening how it should. And I know that the Lord will keep and protect me on my ways. And all yours. As long as you're praying to him and asking him for that. That being said, I'm so grateful, so blessed, and so are you.